welcome, welcome to the show. It is me, it is me, your girl Labora Lee, aka Cat Lee, and you have now tuned in to Ambitiously the Podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you absolutely have. You absolutely have. We got a lot to get into this evening. We do. I got to pick up where I left off um, last Wednesday. Um, some other things we need to get into um, tonight. But what you need to know is tonight is Wet and Wired Wednesday. Today is the day that we get into all of the things that are taboo, the things that have us triggered and wired. We get into, um, you know, adult conversation um, and this evening, I think we'll we'll we are well rounded in the conversation. Before we get started, though, there are a few things that I need to say to you. Um, please remember to like, share, subscribe to this podcast. Well, we're on YouTube, we're on Facebook, um, we have our own Facebook page. We're also on IG as well. You can find me, Miss Um Ambitiously, you know. Um, but I'll get to that in a minute. Um also, 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 if you would like to subscribe, dollar sign, capital L-U-R-L-U-C-I-D-I-T-Y. Um, it's capitalized on there, but it's all lowercase after the, the L, I promise you. Uh, but you can feel free to download, you know what I mean, um, cash app us if you want to donate to the show. Um, join the conversation. Join the conversation. Drop a comment. Um, you can call in or text 443-850-4828. Again, the number is 443-850-4828. Or you can just drop the conversation, um, drop a comment. Or you can ask me to hit the link and you can be live on the show with me if you would like to. It's up to you. Totally up to you. I'm going to leave that scrolling on the bottom of the screen, though. <sighs> Much to get into, but before we get into it, it's one thing I have to do. I'm sorry. 15 seconds. I'll be right back. I promise. Want last-minute brand design help? Get top-tier Fiverr freelance creatives at your fingertips fast with secure payments and 24-7 support. Head to Fiverr.com today and get something started. Listen, listen, there's much to talk about. Now, there are some things that I would like to pick back on up on from last week that I had to leave off the show because we were running out of time. I'm going to try not to linger on with my thoughts this evening um, because they it's a lot I want to cover. But first things first, I want to talk about this Deion Sanders situation. Um, with him leaving Jackson State um, University and going, which is the HBCU. If you don't know what a HBCU is, is a historically black college or, or university um, for University of Colorado. Um, a lot of people are in their feelings about this situation. I, I got a little clip, so we're going to run into that really, really quick. Um, but a lot of people are in their feelings about this situation. And I think that this gentleman here, hold on, said it best. And I'm going to reiterate on this in a second. Hold on. Let me make sure everything is hooked up. But there are a lot of things that I don't think people understand about um, (laughs) the politics of the politics. Okay, we good. We like that. Um, So... Listen to what he had to say, and then I'm going to say what I have to say. 
did was something that the time, which is you have to sell people four year, 10 year plans when your plan is always one year at a time. That's the only way that you could really pull that off. And so he came in and he sold a long term vision for what was going on at Jackson State. But his goals and ambitions were always to be a power five head coach. My take has always been he went to Jackson State primarily because he wanted to be a head coach, but didn't want to ever be anybody's assistant coach. So we had to find somebody that would give him a job and make him a head coach. And so we could have that on his resume. And then he could take that to try to get the job that he actually wanted. Jackson State was the place that could do it. And he did a lot of good work while he was at Jackson State. But all the bigger, grandiose notions of what he was doing for somebody else, no, it was what it always is. He did it for Dion. And that's fine if you don't tell us that you're trying to do this for somebody else. But can he do both? Can't he go to a program and be there for three years, only have five losses like he did, and, and bring the attention? Maybe the next person won't be, you know, prime time. They won't be as, as charismatic as he is. But he still did bring attention to it. And and what I've seen from the athletic director and other people is they were grateful for him. And they oh, no. talked about him going on and something he signaled because of the financial disparities here. No, he's very good. But I think the magnitude of the financial disparity is so much greater than anybody realizes. I think the magnitude of the financial disparity between HBCUs and other FCS schools, the smaller division in Division One, is bigger than people realize it is. So there's room to criticize him for the way that he has left and for the fact that his initial rhetoric is not in line with his ultimate. Well, what would you have him do? What would you have the man do? Oh, well, I wouldn't have come in in the first place and said that God sent me here to fix HBCUs and God decided that in the middle of it, you were supposed to leave. <laughs> Right. I mean, like the thing I said is maybe God wants 10 percent of five million, not 10 percent of 375. If God can do math, I can understand why it is. He sold a dream and then walked out on the dream. People have the right to be critical of that. I also would have taken the job that he took at Colorado. Right. It's not a judgment of the fact that he took the job, but this is not in line with what he told us for all these years. Now, listen, I didn't listen to this whole clip all the way through because initially when I first heard the clip, what he said in the first few seconds of the clip were a a very valid point in my opinion and all I keep saying is this it there is so in layman's terms I'm terms there is a major difference in the financial gain that you will receive at a HBCU and what you would receive at a, a major university I repeat there's a major difference of what you would receive in terms of coaching at an HBCU. And he said it. I didn't even know that he was going to say it, but I'm, I thank him for saying it versus what you're going to make at um make at a major university. This is Dion Sanders, for goodness sakes, people. Dion Sanders. Uh, remember, my speed. I'm not even going, but you remember the song. Um, it's all about the dollar. Like, it's not... Eh. I mean, initially, I can't say that he don't he doesn't care about HBCUs, but they were the ones who were going to hire him. Like he, like the gentleman um, Bomani Jones said, um, they weren't going to hire him as a head coach at a major, you know, at a, 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 a another university. He had to go to that HBCU and prove his worth and weight and gold. He had to. It was not going to happen any other kind of way. So, uh, yeah, I, I I definitely agree with this, 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 this jump right here. Um, so, 
yeah, I just wanted to touch on that really quick because everybody's up in arms right now and their feelings. They a lot of people are upset. Um, from my understanding, they're saying that um, since he's left the school, that um, they're there, you know, things have changed. People don't really want to be there anymore. And I could see how that would happen. We are on the wire portion of this. I'm going to get to the wire in a minute, but we are on the wire portion of the show this evening because a lot of things got us wired. Now, Antonio Brown is at it again, y'all. He's at it again. Um, he's allegedly refused, he allegedly refused to go into police custody after an arrest warrant was issued um, for him um, for DV, domestic violence. Um, Tampa PD apparently had a standoff with him outside of his home after he locked the door and refused to come out. Um, Yeah. I don't know why this is surprising. (laughs) Antonio Brown always had some crazy crazy antics in the first place why are we shocked about this i'm not shocked about it so they had the standoff um i mean a huge standoff they were outside thick when i say thick they were outside thick vest on they weren't playing um police negotiator negotiators were out there trying to reason with him on a megaphone he allegedly had guns in the house, from what I'm understanding. Um, man, it was a whole hot mess, and I am just not shocked. And the other thing is, we got to think about this, too. Um, yeah, he's had plenty of um, situations with the, with the PD down there, so I'm not shocked. Um Herschel Walker, as we well, uh, some of us may know, um, Herschel Walker was going against um, Raphael. Um, I don't want to say his name wrong, so I'm gonna. And you know what's crazy? Because I've been getting text messages from this gentleman's camp, camp um, for a while now. You know, talking about voting, but um, yeah, he was going against Raphael Warnock. Um, he conceded, so Warnock won the um, election. I think, you know, the whole Coon thing might have played a part. No, Herschel, you said a lot of things, and a lot of people rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, you know, um, especially your son. Mm-hmm. Your son was in his feelings. He had a lot to say, and it's, he said it before the election, and then he had a lot to say after the elections. You might want to Tap into fixing your family before you worry about, um, you know, running, running, you know, running campaigns and elections. Um, Donald Trump calls for the U.S. Constitution to be officially terminated. Sir, what drives me crazy about you is that everything that you want done is just beneficial to you. It's not beneficial to anybody else. Not that I, I'm saying that the Constitution is um, error-free or um, perfect, but you only want it done so it'll benefit you, sir. Get out of here. Um, so we're going to keep it moving. Tiffany Cross trends after Washington Post column, columnists say her racist firing was meant as a reminder 
um, the rug can be pulled at any time. Um, I feel like that goes within, uh, let me just say this. The, um, let me read this a little bit. The 43-year-old um, political analyst trended recently after an article questioning the intention behind her firing was discussed online. Um, just last month, news-based television channel MSNBC sent people in an uproar after announcing the sudden drop of the cross-connection. The weekend show, hosted by Tiffany Cross, often discussed ongoing issues of race relations in the U.S. Um, celebs and viewers alike protested uh, the decision, questioning why the show that uplifted the Black voice had been pulled so matter-of-factly. <sighs> I think that that's happening a lot right now in a lot of circumstances. And um, I will say this. I speak on behalf of... Oh, hold on. I gotta make sure. Okay. Making sure my situation is popping down here. I got a, uh, this beautiful diffuser. And um, it's not good. I need to keep going. I'll say this. In a lot of situations... Um, all right, good. In a lot of situations, when it comes to, um, and I'm speaking on two different platforms because I keep telling y'all that I am a black chair. Um, on one side, it's as a black person, you're you're not. They don't want you to say too much about, you know, how you feel about being black in America. Um, that's not really allowed. And then on the other hand, it's not accepted for you to admit that you're a black Jew as well. So it's it's weird, this country, but I feel like that's been going on a lot lately. Um, not necessarily Kanye, because he he be on one sometimes, but Kyrie in in different situations. So it's tricky. It's tricky. It's a tricky situation. Um, but I don't know. I can't say why she was pulled. Um, and especially if the show already started off as a situation where she was speaking about um, issues within the race, I don't see why that would be the reason. But I don't know what she may have said that rubbed them the wrong way. I don't know. You got a little bit of a leeway to speak on racial issues, but not too much. You say too much, it's going to be a problem. Just know that. Say too much is going to be a problem. All right. Um, I want to get into some of these more um, juicier subject matters. Because, um, all right, let me get to the, let's get to the kids first and then I'll, I'll leave. I'll leave the rest for the back half of the show. Okay. So, um, these are just things that come to mind. Me as a parent. I am a parent, and um, I was looking at something um, not too long ago, and I don't know if I'll be able to find it. I might be able to find it really quickly, um, where there was a situation um, where two parents, hold on, let me see if I can find it really quick. Two parents, oh, it was so beautiful to me, but two parents, um, were sitting and asking their children. Oh, I hope I can find it. I hope I can find it. Oh no, might not be in this section. 
But they are asking their children. I don't think it's in this section because I wouldn't have had to go that far. I'm asking their children who certain artists were. Maybe I can might be able to find it. I hope so. Oh, yep. Here we go. I found it. So I'm going to let y'all listen. No. What about him? No. No? Okay. Who's that? Baby, Baby Shark. Shark. Baby Shark. All right. Who's that? I gotta know who that is. It's the queen of rap. You gotta know who that is. What that say? One plus one, two. That's what I'm talking about. Who's that? <laughs> you don't know who that is. What about her? Come on. No. All these savages. Y'all don't know what they doing. Yes, honey. Okay. What's that? Coco Melon. Coco Melon. All right. I'm gonna come back. I'm not gonna play the whole thing. But they made me proud as parents. And let me tell you why. Because me as a parent, um, I do monitor what it is that my daughter's watching. I do pay attention to the things that she is paying attention to. I let her have her fun, but I do pay attention to certain things. So I remember, um, I want to say about, she's in the fifth grade now. So I want to say when she was in the third grade, she was still at her other school um, in our old neighborhood, but she was homeschooling. And during her homeschooling, I was happy because I got to play principal slash nurse. I was the lunch lady. I was plus mom. I was all of these things. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind her homeschooling. Um, But she had music class. And in her music class, her teacher had brought up Cardi B. And I I don't got no problems with Cardi. I think Cardi, you know, she out here doing our thug thizzle. And I don't have no problems with that. But when it comes to my child... I'm not necessarily letting my child listen to Cardi B. That's just me. So the teacher says um, something about Cardi B and my daughter responds like, who is Cardi B? And she's like, the teacher's like, you know who Cardi B is. Everybody knows who Cardi B is. And at this point, I'm at the room and I'm like, no, she absolutely does not know who Cardi B is. So my point is, it is our responsibility as parents to monitor what our children listen to and what our children watch. If we're not monitoring it, we can't necessarily get upset when we hear certain things coming from them because we're just allowing them to just run rampant. And it upset me that the fact that the teacher assumed in my mind, I and I might have been wrong, but in my mind, it made me a little upset. Why? Because she's a little black girl. You assume she knows who Cardi B is. She has no clue who Cardi B is. I'm not that kind of parent. I really watch her and and like even down to school, like I'm in, I'm a part of that. If she needs help with her homework, I'm sitting down with her and I always have ever since she started school. She needs help with her homework, I'm sitting down and helping her. If I don't have the answers, guess what? We find out the answer together. But what we what we don't do is sit around listening to Cardi B. I mean, I, I've listened to Cardi B, but I don't want that for my child. Um, so I, I love these two parents. I love them so much. I love that, you know, they're being mindful of what their children are listening to and into. That is amazing to me. And I appreciate that coming from them. That's dope to me. Um, if you listen to the little snippet that I, I played them kids was on point and they were showing p- pictures of pop smoke they put show pictures of um Nicki Minaj Meg Thee Stallion 
they couldn't answer who those, these people were, but they could answer about Coco Melon and and Baby Shark and and answer math equations and could tell their their parents. Their parents showed them a picture of a person meditating, and they were able to explain to their parents what the person was doing. That's dope, in my opinion. And so, yeah. So I want to move on to this next subject because this one was very interesting to me. Let me see if I have the clip. Yes. Now, this one was very interesting to me, and I'm going to play this clip. Because um, I do that on Wet and Wild Wednesdays, especially if they relate to something that I want to get into. And I like to choose subject matter sometimes that has something to do with my personal life as well. But hey, listen to this real quick. How many people yeah. are struggling with mental health, even with both parents, or have chaos because their parents are constantly fighting or in a toxic yeah. environment. Well, I don't or, think that should be it either. Like, but but that's why I'm yeah. saying I think the chances of you having a stable child that's completely perfect. Not perfect. Or or or, or like, handling things. I think trauma it, it even comes with with two parents. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think it's like because I have so many people who are victim of just having two parents who fought all the time mm-hmm. or divorce or things that people go through that are so hard. I think it comes with single parents and parents that are both there. And, but this is. Okay. So I wanted to touch on this um, situation. So the question posed is staying together for the, the sake of the kids um, versus single parenting. Um, and I threw in co-parenting. So I want to start with the single parenting thing because I know a thing or three about that. Um, I was a product for a certain point of time of a single parent. And then she got with my my pops and then I was in a two-parent home. Um, But that wasn't my biological father. Um, And then there was a whole situation where my mother and my biological father, they didn't co-parent with each other somebody else stepped in and took up the reins. And so in my mind, as a child, I always thought like, all right, you know what? If I ever have a kid, I'm going to always try to, even if we don't end up together, I'm going to always try to co-parent. But there are some people in this world that will leave you by yourself to be a single parent anyway. They will. Because they're not capable of being responsible enough to handle their business. I know this because I'm a single parent. Now, I'm not co-parenting. I'm a single parent. Now, I'm blessed because I have a a beautiful spirit in my life who, you know, he he doesn't, you know, I don't ask him to take up the reins, but I know that he will. He cares very deeply for me and my daughter. Um and he tells me it's it, it's us. It's me, it's, well, this would be him, but it's him, his kids, and it's me and my kid, and we're a little family. And I love that about him, and I adore him for that. But um, it's some people out here that, you know, aren't willing to step up in that plate, and in that sense, to that plate. And in that sense, it's very hard as a single parent. Yeah, you're going to argue with the other parent from time to time. Nobody, uh, this is the thing, Chica. There are no situations, even if you're married, you stay together, you're going to argue anyway. 
But for the child's sake, not because, because you're not going to have a perfect, she says something about a perfect child. You're not going to have a per perfect child. Nobody. Who the fuck is perfect? Excuse my language, but who's perfect on this planet? Nobody. So you're not going to get a perfect child. No, I don't believe that you should stay together for the sake of the child. Absolutely not. Mm -mm. If you two are two, at that point where you just can't make it work, then you gotta, but then you have to be responsible enough to love your child enough to co-parent with each other. Now, if the other person don't want to be there, then that's on them. And then they're missing a lot in that child's life. But I think that you should make an honest effort and trust and believe I did. Make an honest effort to try to co-parent with the other parent. Now, if it doesn't work out in, in, in their favor, because some people, are, like I said, are very immature and not ready, even if they had other children before your child or, you know, if y'all have multiple, some people just aren't ready to be adults. But you should try to make an honest effort. And if it does not work out, then you keep it moving and you do what you got to do. So the child has to have at least one stable parent. So you do what you got to do if you're the stable parent and make sure that your child is living their best life. What I've always said, though, is I'm never going to teach my daughter to chase anybody. Not even her own, you know, her own, not me, not her father, not anybody. And so um, no child should have to chase a parent for them to be a parent. So if they're not willing to do it, you just got to be the stable one. That's how I feel about it. Uh, let's move on. Can access truly move forward without being better? I believe some can, and I think I left off on this this question last Wednesday, and I didn't have time to really reiterate all the things that I wanted to say about that. I do believe that there are some exes, like myself, never better. Matter of fact, I have a few exes that, you know, we still cool. Hey, whatever, I see him speak. I don't have no beef with you because we're not together, because... That would make me a very insecure person. And what I'm not is a very insecure person. It's cool that we didn't work out. It's all right. It's okay. Not everybody works out all the time. You know what I mean? Like, not everything. But what I can't stand is the person who is better and can't move forward and can't move past the fact that you aren't together anymore. Like, it didn't work out. Let it go. Let it go. Let it the fuck go. But some people can't do that. Um, and it's just how it is, you know what I mean? Like, you just, some people can't grasp the concept, concept of things just don't always work out. Let's get to some, um, all right, my next thing was, um, is it wrong to let your, know, your, your spouse know that you want to move forward? You want, not move away from but move forward you want forward progress in your relationship you want to move to take your your relationship to the next level i'll say that it can scare people i've seen it happen me being boisterous like this is what i want and this is what i wanted and them being scared to to move in that direction there's many reasons why a person could be scared of that though um prior situations things they've been through before and um you know some people are just they cool with just being where they at but um at the same time it has to be an understanding you may be cool with you know where you at but 
it's two people in a relationship. So if there's no compromise, then what are you really doing? Um, so the next thing I wanted to talk about, because we can get into it, we can get into it. I don't think we're gonna touch on all of these today, but um let's get into some sexual things really quick. I think we should have these conversations um because we're adults and it's very important. So one is this is something that I've discussed with you gentlemen before, but I know that this is something that a lot of gentlemen is afraid of. And I'm going to let you hear this gentleman speak on how he feels about it. And then I'm going to come back with some scientific anatomy facts real quick. So listen to this. Like... If you if you look at biology, I mean, it's your body. Like you're getting pleasure from something that's happening in your body. So with anybody else, I mean, you could be like, hey, if two lesbians use a strap one, then that must mean that they secretly want to be with a dude. You can't necessarily say that it's it's your it's how you feel, but anatomy wise, all you're doing is creating a pleasure for that person that's already exists in their body. You're just stimulating it. So if it's a something that's inside my body, it's being stimulated doesn't necessarily mean that I want to be able to do this, just being that I'm enjoying pleasure. The majority of people who experience that may be bisexual or gay, so people tie them all together, but it's not necessarily the case, in my opinion. Okay. I'm back. So I told y'all a while back, and then we got something else to talk about. I told y'all a while back, right, that the man's G-spot is in his anus. I said this a while back and I know people was like, what? But that's where it's located. And if you study anatomy, um, you could go look it up. Don't, don't take my word for it. It's anatomy. That's where the man's G spot is. We all have a G spot. Um, women have G spots. Men, well, women have G spots and then there's another one. Okay. But the point is, and we're going to get to that in a second, but the point is, the man's G-spot is in his anal cavity, right? So um, what dude is saying is not wrong. But I know and I understand that it makes a more masculine man feel awkward or... Um, and I'm not saying that I want to... <laughs> whatever. But <laughs> it, does, it will make an alpha male feel like, what the fuck are you doing? But that's where it's at. I promise you that's where it's at. And I wouldn't lie to you about it. Go look it up. It's scientific fact. It's in their anal cavity. Um, and I know a lot of men are like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's where it's at. So um, I found it intriguing because I finally actually heard somebody talk about it for the first time. Like, yeah, that doesn't make me mean that I want to be with another man. That just means that that's a part of my anatomy and that's where it is. And that is what takes you to the next level. Like, that's all. Um, so it's always that common misconception. That doesn't mean that you are homosexual, fellas. That just means that your G-spot is in your anal cavity. That's it. But Here's some more insight because I found it interesting. It's crazy that both of these came up at the same time today, um, which is weird. 
So here's a little tip for you fellas so that you understand what this means. Hold on, let me get to it. Because I'm going to tell you, I, I'm, I got a ex life experience conversation about this one right here, right? Um, wait a minute, let me get to it. It's easier for me to go this way. I have a life experience um, kind of conversation about this piece right here. But listen to this. Hold on. Why do women love double penetration? Women have a little piece of flesh in between the vaginal canal and the anal canal that is called the perennial sponge. And this is actually erectile tissue. And it feels really, really good to be stimulated. When you have something both in the anus and the vagina, you're putting pressure on the perennial sponge from both sides, which can feel really pleasurable. Many women love the feeling of being stuffed or being very full that comes with double penetration. And it happens to be very kinky and very taboo, which can add a lot of pleasure in itself. Double penetration doesn't require two living penises. You can do it with a toy or a butt plug. Anything in both the anus and the vagina at the same time counts as double penetration. Although if you want to go ahead and do it with two living, breathing dudes, I highly recommend it. Now, I'm not going to recommend it because I have a philosophy and this is where my, my life experience comes in. I only need one, one one in the room. I don't want to, right? But I will say from life experience that I've had <laughs> I've had double penetration. And generally a thumb is good. You feel me? But um, you know, you can take it if you want to take it a notch up, you can. Um, but I'll say this that I've had an experience back in the day, way back in the day. See, I I I'm with a, a, a free thinker right now, so I don't really deal with those type of things now. But back in the day, I, when it came to situations like that, when it came to double penetration, dudes always made me feel like I was some kind of, um, what was the word? Whore. Or like I was a slut or something because <laughs> I knew my body. I've always been in tune. I've always been one with my body. I've always had an understanding about what it is that I like. Um, so that doesn't mean because she likes double penetration that she's some kind of skanky and she want to sleep with everybody. I told you with myself, I only want one in the room. I got, I got shit for that. You feel me? I only want one penis in the room, one man in the room. I don't need no other men in the room. I'm good, but I also like to explore, you know, the, the, the erotic side of me and the erotic side of my partner. I want him to feel um, comfortable. That's why I would never back to the other conversation we just had about where the G spot is for the man. I would never, you know, go there without his permission, but at the same time, I want him to feel good. I want him to be pleasured. I want him to feel great. So it, whatever it takes, whatever he's comfortable with, I'm comfortable with. But I know what I'm comfortable with. And just because I'm comfortable with double penetration does not mean for one New York minute that I am out here sleeping with a whole bunch of people. Absolutely not. I like to explore with my man and not with a whole bunch of people. So, yeah. 
I found that those two things, I had to go taboo a little bit early because I found that I've been losing time a lot lately um, and, and missing out on some things that I want to talk about. Um, so now, let's keep it moving. Um, we'll see if we can get to this. If not, we'll come back to it later um, at another date. Today, the question was, what motivates you? I'm going to tell you what motivates me. What motivates me is, um, and then I have a comment of somebody answering that question today as well. So I'm going to, you know, read their comment on the show. What motivates me is the idea of doing something that's for me. Um, Whether it's, you know, starting a business or you know what I mean like it's I well especially starting a business because I've always had this idea in my head that I don't really want to work for other people I want to work for myself so the idea of me creating something on my own and it being you know my baby the thing that I created those type of things motivate me being a good mom motivates me being a good Mrs. And, and lover motivates me. Um, now, I ain't saying I'm perfect, but I, you know, I try. Um, but what doesn't necessarily motivate me is necessarily money. Just because I want my own business, that's not, I mean, money, of course, is supposed to come with that, but it's the idea of creating something. That's the thing that motivates me. It's not the money, but I guess money plays a part. So, what it is, what it is. Um, so we had a comment from, um, a gentleman named Sean. He's my, um, following me and we're, well, we're following each other on IG and I asked that question and his, um, answer was knowing that it's people that have less than me and saying that they're happy with what they have. Um, it makes me appreciate the little bit that I have and to keep going, yeah, big shout out to Sean. I like that answer. That's a beautiful answer, Sean. I appreciate that one right there. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of people out here who don't have what you have. And so they need that motivation. And, you know, we got to appreciate them and, and and appreciate ourselves and be grateful. Be grateful. Um, where we at on time? We good, we good. I might could get to some of these other ones. So that was what that question was meant for to talk to people about motivation. I had a call, I, you know, I went live twice this, um, on two different platforms this week about, um, motive, you know, partially about motivation. Um, now I went somewhere else, but you know, basically it was more motivation than anything. That was my point of coming live, but people, you know, do other stuff. Now this one is interesting. I'm going to play this little clip of, um, Charlemagne the God and um Envy on the Breakfast Club earlier. Um and I think it's very important what they were saying because the question because this this came up twice. This is why I brought this to the show tonight. I I was looking at something else and they were asking, Do all men cheat? Now this is what Charlemagne and Envy had to say. So listen up. age of not judging you know we, we're, we're all reformed you you've read my book black privilege you've read my book shook one you've read envy's book real life real love so you know 
that we have been on front street with our infidelity, with our cheating, with our adultery. And we're just telling you at this point that we know it's not worth it. And not only because it's not right and you're, and you're destroying your queen or ladies, you're destroying your husband, but also... I mean, with everything out there, you see more people getting caught. Why? There's more cameras, there's yeah. social media, there's pictures, there's uh, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and Facebook this and that and this and that. Well, let, let's, so let, let's speak from some experience. Why Why did you do it, Andy? Um, the reason why I would say 90% uh, of the men do it. Ego? Ego. Okay. Being a young boy, being insecure, being stupid and uh, almost lost everything. Almost lost the best thing in my, in my, in my life. And, and by the way, this is specifically for people over the age of 40. And we're not judging. You know, we, we're, we're all reformed. Now, I can, uh, I, I went with that one first because um, I am a woman over 40. And I am with a man over 40. Do I think that all men cheat? I, no, I don't. And I wouldn't put on him like are you cheating on me now if something looks crazy to me i'm gonna ask questions but do i think that um all men cheat i don't let's listen to what trevor noah has to say because he had his insight hold on i want to make sure i get the right clip and not just any clip but i don't think i have the other one so we'll just listen to this one um and it's this you know what i mean like it's some things we need to understand um about people, and I'm going to get to that in a minute, so we might run over just a tad bit tonight, but this is what Trevor Noah had to say. Speak about this enough is people don't realize how often men are experiencing a lack of intimacy, and the only place that they can experience that intimacy is through sex. We've created a society where men are so afraid to be vulnerable with each other, to be you know, sensitive with each other, to care for each other, to love each other. You know, even saying that as a guy, you always have to change. You'd be like, you can't just say, I love you. You'd be like, I love you, dog. You know what I mean? You, you, you got to throw it like you can't just say it. And, and it's interesting because that, that is where I do feel women have done a much better job of being there intimately for each other. Not sexually, but intimately. And I think we take for granted how much in society, men who say sex is the thing they're not getting are actually struggling with a lack of companionship, of intimacy, of being in a space with a person where, they, where they're sharing, you know, everything from serotonin to endorphins to what to what humans need to feel, you know. And and I, I, I hope we can change that conversation just a little bit more. I, you know, I hope we get to the place where guys go, oh, I actually, actually didn't need the sex. I needed to be held. And I live in a society. Speak about this. All right, and I will say this: it is which gets to the emotions and all of that thing. Cause the, um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was how do emotions, um, how do, how do emotions affect the relationship between men and women? Well, ladies, I think that sometimes we don't understand this one thing. Men cry, men break down, men get, get anxiety, men have emotions. They might not show it, which is what he was just talking about. As far as the intimacy part, men get abused men have mental illness. Um, it's not unmanly to struggle. Um, we should support men in that situation. We should encourage men um, and don't belittle or silence men because um, men struggle too. That's a very important notion. And I think that us as ladies, we need to understand that. Now, fellas, I know y'all know we, we, we are 
as women are emotional creatures. So you have to be mindful of the things that we go through too. But we also all need to practice self-love. Um, and, and, and as far as mental health, there are some things that you need to understand. The truth is mental health is very important. It can be consuming. Um, it has its ups and its downs. It, com- it should not be ignored. Um, compl- it's complicated at times. It's, um, some- it's something to take care of daily, and it's nothing to be ashamed of. We all suffer from mental health issues, all of us. Um, here's, you know, here's the lies that, are, that come along with mental health, though. Um, it's a sign of weakness. It is not. Um, it is something to be ashamed of. It absolutely is not. It means being dramatic and ungrateful. It doesn't. Um, just because you're going through something doesn't mean you're being dramatic or ungrateful. Um, it is just a trend. It absolutely is fucking not. And if you think it is, you're crazy. Um, once you heal, you start feeling always happy. And that's not true either. I think that mental health is an ongoing thing. Um, and then that's why, you know, uh, prioritizing your mental health is very important. I even sometimes, and I'm going to be honest with you. Um, sometime, and so let's talk about prioritizing mental health. First and foremost, you should put yourself first sometimes, not all the time. And especially if you're a parent, you can't always put yourself first, but sometimes at least have some time carved out in the day just so you can put yourself first. Um, I need to do better on this, but journaling, um, you know, writing in a journal about your feelings. Um, be my, being mindful of the things that you eat, um, staying hydrate, hey, hydrated, taking a walk. I walk a lot. And I know if you're my friend on Facebook or um, IG, you've seen me post how many miles I get. And that's very helpful to my mental health. Um, reflect on the truth. And, you know, sometimes we just dance around the truth. So, you know, it's good to reflect. Um, get some sunshine. Get some vitamin D. Vitamin D, you have no clue how important vitamin D is. Breathe. Take a deep, deep breath. Um, that's important too. If you have one or if you need one, don't be afraid to consult with a therapist or a mental health counselor or whomever you need to talk to. Um, create a gratitude list. Create a list of the things that you're grateful for and start reflecting on the things that you're unhappy about or you're ungrateful for um set a routine for bedtime i have one i i'm not gonna lie (laughs) and sometimes we need to put this these devices the hell down i promise you if you pay attention on um maybe like on tuesdays i'm not so vocal on social media all the time actually i might play a game before i hop on social media um, on Thursdays and sometimes Saturdays and Sundays. I'm generally on social media. Um, on Mondays, I'm definitely on uh, on there Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays for the most part. But And if I have an interview, then whatever day that's scheduled. But to be honest, I do take some time to put the phone down, not look at the phone. And like I said, I take some time for myself. Unfortunately, others don't know what that looks like. Like, it's times that I might not talk to my spouse because we don't live together. But it's times that I might not be talking to my spouse. And it's not that I'm upset with him 
or he's done anything wrong. Absolutely not. It's just sometimes I need to take some time for me to think about the things that's going on and reflect on, on the things that's going on in my life. Um, I should probably be more vocal about that with him, but it's not, you know, everything is not always about fighting and all of that good stuff. It's just sometimes I need some time for me to get me together. Um, sometimes what Monica say is just one of them days. Sometimes I just, you know, gotta be all alone. <laughs> Don't take it personal. You know what I mean? Don't take it personal, but yeah. So self-love tips. Believe in yourself. Release self-doubt. Silence your inner critic because we all criticize. I criticize myself all the time. I'm one of those people who um, I do a lot of self-reflection. So yes, I am. I criticize myself a lot. Stand up for yourself. It's okay to stand up for yourself. If it don't feel right, if it ain't helping you mentally, then you need to talk about it. You need to let them know that is you don't you're not you're not feeling it you're not feeling it um be your own best friend be your own fucking best friend you know sometimes you just gotta be one with yourself and be gentle with yourself don't because it's a set if there is a such thing as self-abuse as well some people don't realize it but some people they beat up on themselves a lot so you know it is what it is Oh, oh my gosh, I got through all of those. I'm so happy about it. I am. <laughs> I'm happy about all I got through. And I think that I'm going to do that more often, come through with the self-love um, scenarios and talk about it because I don't think that we talk about it enough on a little aromatherapy going on. Um, I think next Wednesday we will cover um, protecting your vibe and anxiety and things of that nature. Now, I'm no health expert and I'm certainly no guru, but it is things that, you know, I like to reflect on from time to time. A little understanding, I guess, so to speak. Um, but I got to get to showing some love because it's crazy out here on the love tip. Now, I got a top six now, not a top five because you know, Belgium then came through. Top five, I mean six, I'm sorry. The top six, the United States. Hi, my country. I thank you so much and I appreciate you. It'd be crazy around here sometimes, but I appreciate where I come from. Um, The UK, I see you and y'all my peoples too in my DNA. Um, Germany, big love, see you. Um, India, Big love to you. Y'all show love. And I love you, India. Big love to you. Um, in France, also in my DNA, big love to my peoples. Got love for y'all. Um, yeah, y'all come through. But Belgium, Belgium, I don't know where y'all came from, but y'all came through and y'all showed out. And I appreciate you so much, Belgium. I do. I do. I do. I do. I love you. Thank you. Um, more people to speak on. No specific order no specific order. Um, I just don't want to miss anybody on this list. So I'm trying to make sure I have everybody. And I do mean everybody. So Canada, big love to you. Mm -hmm. Love you, Canada. Just trying to make sure I didn't miss anybody. Um, big love to Canada. Brazil, big love to Brazil. Hi, baby. Um, Mexico, big love to you. France, big love to you. 
Israel, big love to you. I said France already. I'm sorry, but I'm not France. Um, Israel, big love to you. Japan, Singapore, Ireland, Nepal. Um, Maradis, yes, I love you too. Uh, Spain, love you. Netherlands, love you. South Africa, love you. Uh, Philippines, hi, love you. What up? Uh, Australia, love you. Mm -hmm. Hong Kong, I don't know if I said Hong Kong, but Hong Kong, I love you. Hold on, I'm not done, and I can't even look at this paper for these other. These other two. Hold on. I cannot. And I'm going to tell you why I can't look at it in a second. Hold on. Because I'm missing some people off this list. Okay. No. Okay. So I have to look elsewhere because it's like three other lists that I got to go to. And um, I want to get it right, honey. I want to get it right. I want to make sure everybody got love. And I'm trying to make sure that I do not repeat you know countries because you know i just did it just a second ago it's not fine to repeat but i'm gonna show love let's see who we got who we got who we got um i'm not wait let me get my list together so i know for sure russia uh-huh for sure i don't know how that happened but i appreciate that it happened big love to russia hey russia now it's some stuff going on that don't need to be going on but I'm not, I can't blame the people. I can just blame the higher ups. That's the only people that I can blame. So big love to Russia. Thank you for coming through Russia. I see you. I appreciate you. Um, for those that do listen in Russia. Um, Switzerland. Hi, darlings. I appreciate you coming through as well. Turkey, I appreciate you, honey buns. Austria. Not Australia. I told y'all, Austria is the country that Marie Antoinette came from. Know the difference. Before she went to France, she was in Austria. Not Australia. Um, so big love to Austria. I think I said the Philippines. If I didn't say the Philippines, the Philippines. Kenya. Big love to Kenya. Pakistan. I don't know where y'all came from. Y'all just be coming through. And I love you so much. And I appreciate you so much. Yes, yes. Hi, Pakistan. Hoppers. Wait, I'm not done. I'm not finished. I know you didn't think I was finished. I know you absolutely did not think I was finished. Um, China, welcome. Welcome. I don't know how you got here, but welcome, China. Hey, what's up? And um, Poland. Don't know where you came from either, but hello, Poland. And... um. Tunisia, hi, thank you for coming. I appreciate you so much. You guys are awesome. Let me make sure I didn't miss anybody else because I'm not doing that. That's not what I, that's not what I do over here. I try to show love to everybody that listens. Now, the list for cities got longer, which is why I don't necessarily do it. Every now and then again, I try to bust out with a city. I'll do that in a minute. Let me just make sure. I clear. I'm gonna try to bust out with some cities today. Let me see. <laughs> try to bust out with a couple. Um, hold on. Let's see what we got here. See if I, I make sure I don't want to miss anybody. Oh, see, I was about to miss some people. This is why I gotta wait for the cities. Um, so we already said Belgium, United States, France, we already said Canada, we already said Germany. Nigeria. Um, big shout out to uh, Nigeria. Yeah, 
the list is growing, people. Oh my gosh. Um specifically um La La Lagos in Nigeria. I hope I said it right. I'm sorry if I didn't. Please forgive me. In Belgium, specifically Brussels. I'm a shout out um Borman, Oregon, because y'all, I see y'all. I'm a shout out um Ashburn, Virginia, because I see you too. Let alone um I'm gonna get back to the bay in a minute because <laughs> the bay is popping and Nevada is popping too. Um, let's see what we got in Canada. Um, Barry, Canada, and Greater Sudbury, Canada. I'm gonna show y'all love. Now I'm probably gonna mess this up, Germany, but um, Delmenhurst, Germany. I hope I said it properly. I'm sorry if I didn't. Y'all know I love y'all. It's nothing personal. It's just I'm American and we don't always necessarily pronounce things properly. But let me get to the Bay because I got to do San Jose, California. But not only them, mm -mm, not only them, San Fran. Uh-huh. Big love to you too. Um, I don't know where Mountain View is, but hey, it's in the Bay. <laughs> okay. San Fran, Mountain View, San Jose, um, Palo Alta, um, California, um, man, Oakland, yeah, all of y'all, big love to y'all, also, Las Vegas, North Las Vegas, and not only North Las Vegas, we're going to talk about it, the other part of Las Vegas, and there's a couple of other areas in Boulder City, yeah, mm-hmm, 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 there's a couple of areas in Vegas I want to show some love to. But big love to, um, well, uh, I want to show love to. I always show big love. And I um, Texas, I know it was Houston and a little bit of Dallas. Uh-huh. Big love to you. Um, New York, I see you. Philly, I see you too. It's a couple of, but see, it's just, the list is too freaking long, man. And it's very hard to, like, Go through everybody. Oh, Atlanta. I see y'all. I see how y'all been showing up and stuff. I see you. And wait, there's another part of Georgia. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me get to it. Hold on. I'm going to tell you specifically where we are in Georgia right now with the love. Um, okay. McRae, Georgia. Big shout out to y'all too. Oh, man, the love is real, and I love you guys. Oh, also, Pennsylvania, I'm not going to do y'all like that either. We had some other love in Pennsylvania, too. Um, I believe it's Warren, Pennsylvania. Big love to you guys, too. So it's so many cities. The lists are long, and it's sometimes it's just all the way impossible for me to, like, shout all of you guys out it's not that i don't want to though because i absolutely do it's just i'll make a deal i'm still we are why is my dog barking um we are about about 400 and some change away from reaching our mouse first milestone well not our first but you know our latest milestone and when that happens, I'm going to celebrate because I feel like we should do that. Um, I'm going to celebrate and then I'm going to call out all the cities that I possibly can. That's in my power to call out. 
Um, and that's that. All right. So now that I've gotten that out of the way, there's a few. I told you we was gonna go over today, but I had some things to get off my chest. I did. Um, so let's get back to the things that I have to say before I get out of here. Okay. I love you guys. You guys are awesome. Thanks. Um, if you would like to be a guest on our show, oh, and we got a like over here. I'm kicking it with the girls podcast. Hey girls. Um, they my booze, they my Detroit booze. Um, <laughs> but if you would like to be a guest on the show, ambitiously the podcast at gmail.com, ambitiously the podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up, man. Hit us up, and we are here for it. Remember, you can always drop a comment or you can call in or you can text the numbers 443-850-4828-443-850-4828. Or you can ask me to drop the link and I will. And you can just actually come on screen and be a guest on the show. Um, if I play any music on the show, I have full permission to play it. I wouldn't be playing it if I didn't. Um, remember to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Things are change is coming. I'm telling y'all, things about to change. So be ready for the change. Um, go check out our website. There's a lot going on over there. I can't even play the commercial tonight. I'm not gonna do it, but I promise you, I am on Friday. Um, www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com. We have everything popping over there. The mag is up. Um, the podcast is available on there as well. Um. The boutique is open and we offering lots of great items in the boutique, um, women's clothing, fashions and stuff, children's clothing and fashion, um, beauty items, um, jewelry. We, 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 we still add into it, but we already have a lot of stuff in there. So I'm not really in a rush to add things, but yeah. Whenever I get a chance to add things to the inventory, we do. <laughs> Um, if you would like to donate to the show, um, dollar sign, capital L-U-R-L-U-C-I-D-I-T-Y, capital L, the rest all lowercase, U-R-L-U-C-I-D-I-T-Y, lower lucidity. Um, I, I've explained it before. I'll explain it again later, not tonight. Um, and we are streaming on all streaming sites. Yes, we are, honey. All streaming sites. I mean, every single last one of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there's not a one we're not on. So um, if you didn't get a chance to watch, you can always go listen. If you didn't, if you want to watch, you can catch us on YouTube, our YouTube page, Ambitiously the Podcast, The Black Experience. Or you can go to our Facebook page um, and join in there. And it's the same thing over there as well. All right. We're about to get out of here, y'all. I got some things I got to say before we get out of here, though. Because mm-hmm. I say it every night. It's like a um, ritual. I say it every night, but I'll make sure we good when we where we supposed to be. First things first, mind your fucking business. Mind your business. Come here on Monday nights, and I will, and sometimes on Wet Wyatt Wednesdays, because that's all a little bit of people's business tonight, too. Come here, and we'll help you mind other people's business. It's safer that way. It's dangerous out in these streets, and you don't need to be out there minding people's business. Mind your business. Secondly, love your babies, hug your babies, kiss your babies, tell them they could be anything they want to be, but encourage them. If they want to work for NASA or NASCAR, if they want to work for NASA, tell them to be the best astronaut, engineer, or janitor, they or whatever else they do at NASA. 
um, if they want to work for NASCAR, encourage them to be the best pit boss or NASCAR driver, driver or whatever else they do at NASCAR. But the point is, is encourage these babies to be great. That's the whole point. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Um, and last but not least, stay in motherfucking line. Stay in your line because you jump in my line, you get this. Absolutely. For sure. I promise you, you are. It's not what you want. I promise you, it's not what you want. Um, instead, you want her. She's so cute, Kelly. <laughs> or at least you want me to do this. But the point is, is stay in your lane. Um, and then also what happens when you jump in other people's lanes, a collision happens. And who the hell wants that? Nobody. Nobody wants to get in no collisions. So stay in your lane. And with that being said, I love you guys. Thank you to those who turn in. Thank you to those who like, who subscribe, all of that good stuff. I appreciate you so much. Um and we will be talking about the changes because we only got a couple of weeks before that happens. But I love you guys so much. Have a great night. And um, come back on Fire Friday. We got some things, some music to listen to. Big love to Boston, D.C. We in there. Come back on Fire Friday. Let's get it. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Let me get out of here. <laughs>